What is up, ladies and gentlemen? We are here in the first episode, the original, the pilot, the numero uno, the air stuff for you German folks of our Matt and the boys. We got the crew here. I'm Gavin, one of your co-hosts. We've got everyone here, Ian, Graham, Matt, Adam. I'll let them introduce themselves. Ian, you want to take a little spin? What's Let going me ask on? you for you are where you're from and your favorite type of sandwich. Go ahead. What's going on? I'm Ian uh, from Lancaster, PA. Uh, favorite type of sandwich? Probably. Let's just go with the classic Italian hoagie. Uh, yeah, that's about it. Very good. Very good. Adam, you want to kick it up? Yeah, I guess so. Uh, what's up, everybody? Um, I'm Adam. Uh, let's see. Also from Lancaster. Favorite sandwich? Got to go with the classic ham and cheese. It's always hmm. my go-to. Very good. Uh, Graham? Uh, what's up, everyone? My name is Graham Schumann. Uh, born and raised in... I wasn't born in Lancaster. Crap. All right, anyway. Yeah, from <laughs> Lancaster. Uh, my favorite sandwich uh, would definitely be a buffalo chicken cheesesteak. Oh, hmm. It's tasty. <laughs> Do we consider it a sandwich, though? Oh, 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 oh. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not, no, I'm not going to create that controversy. Keep going. On. Can Keep I change going. my answer to a hot dog? Keep going on. <laughs> oh, now you're going to, okay, too far, too far, too far. <laughs> oh, and Matt, Matt, go ahead and give it a whirl. What's up, guys? I'm uh, Cowboy Matt, one and only. <laughs> um, from Lancaster, PA, right down the road from the Green Dragon. Uh, my favorite sandwich is bacon turkey bravo from Panera. Go and get it, folks. All right. Very, very good. And and as you guys know, my name is Gavin, one of the co-hosts here. And if I had to go with a favorite sandwich, I'm going to be like Graham here and go with a Philly cheesesteak straight from Jim's on South Street, downtown Philly. Oh, my gosh. We're getting sponsored. <laughs> <clears throat> throwing out, but already. Well, hey. Throwing out shout-outs yeah, already. <laughs> cut the check cut the check uh let's let's get going here uh graham do you want to lead us in our first topic of discussion with our way too early nfl playoff predictions yeah okay so we're just going to go through each division uh starting off with the afc east because my team's in there and i just think the pats have that locked down already uh just because two the first three weeks are a little rough but they're they're on a five game win streak right now so i think they're just gonna hold the chains on that. And I don't think anyone else is going to get a wild card spot. Uh, Dolphins offense, really shaky. Good defense, got it going. Jets, <laughs> Darnold is awful. And uh, the Bills pretty much just lost to the Patriots practice squad, so they're just nobodies. Uh, hopefully no one disagrees with that. AFC West, I see two teams coming out of there. I see the Chargers, really great. Really great offense. Uh, they got Gordon. Eckler is uh, pretty surprising just uh, with how he's able to fit into the offense as well. And Keenan Allen has been doing actually pretty poor. So I can see him stepping production up in that offense, just becoming even better than they already are. Uh, Philip Rivers showing no age at all. And uh, they're 5-2, they're and four-game win streak right now. And then the other team, the Chiefs, Outstanding, 7-1. Only lost to the Patriots in a shootout. So I can see them taking it home. They're undefeated at home as well. 
Uh, I could have seen that game going the Chiefs' way against the Patriots if they were at home. They definitely have the best home field advantage uh, throughout the NFL. <clears throat> Graham. North. Yeah. What? From what I've seen and based on history, and I'm a big you-are-what-you-are kind of guy, I don't think the Chiefs are that good. I don't think they're going to do anything. I think there's a chance they go out in the first round of the playoffs. No chance. Well, no chance. No? Out. No you chance. They out of the first round when they have a bye. So. Okay. I okay. True. I top two seeds in the AFC. Uh, either with, I would say it's going to be the Patriots, the, the Chiefs holding the top two seeds because the AFC North, which is like the Steelers and who I would normally consider one to be the top seeds, aren't they're they're the top of their division, but they're four two and one. Um, so I don't really see them catching up too much to either of those teams. So. Kevin, uh, I want to know, like. You say, you say, like, what's your reasoning behind you don't think the Chiefs are going to go anywhere? Is it strictly based on, like, the team or, like, Andy Reid or, like, what's – I mean, their defense yep. not, is I, not great. I think they look so good. I don't think – they look unstoppable to me. I think they're a lock for the AFC championship. And... Yeah, I, I wouldn't – uh, I would need to see the playoff schedule for the AFC championship, so we're going to see how that one goes. But yeah, their their defense is atrocious. But I think with all the league rules and all the changes, it's like an offensive league. And Pat Mahomes just has yeah. a freaking arm. Uh, the way he can just rifle a ball in places, like that's just an advantage. Um, there were – excuse me, my bias is going to come out. But one of the <clears> – <throat> Rumors throughout the last week during the trade deadline was the Patriots going out and trying to get a, another wide receiver, even after Josh Gordon, Edelman coming back and, like, being installed into the team. Like, they're trying to get another offensive weapon, uh, which was Demarius Thomas or Golden Tate. Neither of them who they got, which we'll discuss later. Um, but they were going after an offensive weapon rather than a defensive weapon. And I, I just believe that you want to ensure that you can win a shootout this year more than anything else. Like it's not, about, I don't even think it's about defense anymore. Uh, the Redskins mm-hmm. just got haha Clinton Dix, which is a great addition for the price they paid. And I think that helps, but honestly, it's just such an offensive league now. It's ridiculous. So I personally think the biggest thing riding on the Chiefs' success is if they lock up that number one spot in the AFC and keep home field advantage. Oh, absolutely. I think they will. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah. Well, well, the Patriots have the tiebreak over them right now. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And going to Foxborough in the winter is is rough. Yeah. That's true. That's true. How's the NFC? Uh, Oh, yeah. No, we don't need to talk about the AFC South. No. <laughs> the AFC South. Andrew Luck. Colts are on their Andrew way back. The AFC, Colts are still in the Andrew Luck, mix. second most TDs in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. The AFC South the is – The game script for the AFC, for the Colts in general is them playing behind. That's why he has so many touchdowns. Uh, I definitely <laughs> – we have the AFC North and South. I'm going to say out of the South since we're on that already. The Titans are just atrocious. Their offensive line <laughs> – Terrible. I don't think it's Mariota's fault at all. Uh, Delaney, you... Walker, Delaney Walker got injured right away, and that just puts a lot of stress on the receivers. And Corey Davis gets the targets, but who else 
I can't. None of them are household names for me on the Titans. What would you do if I told you that the Titans have a better record than the Jaguars? Uh, oh, you're 100% right. <laughs> <tight. laughs> it hurts even more because those Jaguars beat the Patriots. So uh... I don't understand how the Jaguars are so bad. Yeah. I know. Like, with an elite, with an elite quarterback. Yeah, you can't hate him. Are you going to hate on Blake Bortles? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so I don't I don't see anyone but the Texans getting out of that. And then the AFC North, honestly, it's give Steelers, me some Bengals, love. Give Ravens me some love. At, at the top. And uh, I could see either. I, I like the Bengals, honestly. Get out of here. The Bengals I, are no. The Bengals the are Red fluke. Rocket and like Marvin Bengals. Lewis. No, the Bengals I, are a fluke. I trust that uh, Marvin's going to use his two-year extension and get actually into the playoffs and might do something. They're, Marvin's not – they're not winning a uh, playoff. Game. They will make the playoffs they, and they will lose they, in the playoffs. They will not, they will not win I, a I like playoff game. Uh, Uzuma coming in for Eifert. He's, he gets the targets. He gets the job done when he needs it on third downs and stuff like that. The Steelers – oh, man. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're gonna be that, fine. That, They're gonna be fine. Isn't as powerful as you think it would be. Like, Connor's a beast. Like, don't get me wrong, but what are they doing with like Antonio Brown? Like he's not doing. Antonio it. Brown, he's got what eight, eight or nine touchdowns this year. He's been all right. He's got eight touchdowns. He hasn't really? been like he hasn't yeah, been like out of, been his normal out of normal like, He's but got he's eight. Been, t- he's been solid. I mean yeah. they. They had problems getting him involved early in the season. Um, even though they didn't really have problems, he just wasn't, like, getting every single ball thrown to him, which is why you heard the trade rumors. But um, I think since then he's seemed pretty happy. They've been winning when uh, their last three. I'm saying so <clears throat> I think the, they'll Bengals, be fine. the Bengals still have to play the Browns twice. So that's why I'm – The waiting. Browns are so dangerous. I feel like they could just – The Browns mm-hmm. – Anyone? Hey, I mean, they they, where's the? They got no spot, coaching staff. But I, I know. I, I, <laughs> Todd Haley. That's Hugh Jackson. No, he's on the way out too. Well, Todd Haley and Hugh Jackson just got fired. Both of did, them. Did Todd Haley actually get fired? Yeah, they got fired on the same day. Okay. I saw that. I saw that he <laughs> yeah. was supposed to. But yeah, I yeah. Know if it was. I can see. I see two teams coming out of that division as well. It's either going to be. I think the Bengals are going through no matter what. So it's between the Steelers and the Ravens. I don't think the Bengals might. I don't think they're going to get the division title, but I know they're going through. This is where Graham's bias just shows he hates hates the Ravens. No, I don't hate the Ravens. Yo, I hate the Steelers. Uh, I, I, you know, the defense. For the Joe Ravens Flacco is elite. Good. Thank you, thank you. Pretty good, but I'm still going to give it to the Steelers. Uh, so I think those the two wild cards are going to come from AFC North and uh, the West. And then NFC, let's go through this one quick. NFC East, I don't know how the Redskins are on top. Eagles five and are... five and two, five and two. AP. Is five and two is pretty good. So. They got a rejuvenated AP. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I say, uh, Phil. I'm still saying <laughs> coming through Washington on, on the rise. NFC West, Rams number one seed in the NFC for sure. That's a lock for me. No one else is coming out of that division. The North. The Bears are at the top right now. Um, the Bears. The Bears. Bears. Bear down. The Bears. Uh, so, I think – ah, man. I want to say the Vikings and Packers are coming out of there. I don't know if the Bears – Bears got a killer D. Khalil Mack is a stud, and he – him and, like, 
Tra- is it Traquan Smith? They're doing really good. Yeah, Traquan. <laughs> yeah. And then the NFC South, Saints and Panthers both doing pretty good. I can see a wild card coming out of there as well. NFC's a little more scattered with the North and South. Like, I can see – oh, man. Just Packers, Vikings, and Bears. That all NFC North so is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Wild. And, and if you're not even looking at that, all of them are still in contention. The they're all – like, the lines, the lines are three and four, and they're yeah. only – yeah, that's crazy. So, that's just confusing for me. We can, we can move on to the next one and just – We'll we'll come back to very good. Yeah, yeah. Let's 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 jump into our wheel of hot takes here, Ian. I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to spin, <laughs> tell you what you've got a hot take on for about 15 seconds. All right, sounds good. Sounds so, good. Spinning the wheel. <laughs> it's almost like you have an actual wheel there. <laughs> Joe Ingles, like, like, like the Utah oh, Jazz just... forward. <laughs> jingles, jingles. All right, all right. So Joe Ingles. Um, oh. <laughs> I mean, Joe Ingles is great. Joe Ingles, uh, he's, you know, he's he hasn't been in the league for too long, but he's he's looking like an NBA veteran. You know, he got the Toby Flenderson drip going on. Um, I mean, obviously he's a stud. I think I think the Jazz are honestly they're I think they're a top three team in the West this year, and with two seed with. I think they're a top three team. I, I'm okay, not going to go okay. as far to say two, but um, <laughs> you know, if, if the Rockets keep struggling, I mean, obviously gotcha. the Warriors are going to take one. Uh, I don't know. I mean, Joe Ingles, like he's he's just a solid player. He's he's a big contributor to that team, and like might might end up being their second leading scorer uh, after Mitchell. Yeah, who knows? So I much, think... so much for being 15 seconds. Let's talk about. <laughs> hold on, let's go. With the Jazz, and let's talk about Rudy Gobert. Everyone was saying he was an offensive liability, and he is doing very well. It doesn't even matter if he's an offensive liability. He's <laughs> such a great defender. All he needs to do is play defense and get rebounds for them. And if he scores, it's an added bonus. Hmm. All right, very good. Hey, while we're on the topic of the NBA here, Ian, do you want to quick give us a little guide into the life of Clay Thompson? You being a three-point shooter yourself, I'm sure you know what he did uh, last <laughs> night was just was just unreal. I saw that. I saw that. another toaster. Yeah, four, so, 14 threes in 27 minutes. That's, so, yeah, so so Ian and Matt, if you guys want to, want to give us a little spin <laughs> of, of what you see about eight games in, nine games in through the NBA this year, what you're seeing from the league, what you're seeing from LeBron, do any teams actually have a chance of stopping the Warriors? Uh, no. Matt. <laughs> uh, is, is it worth talking about? Are we done? Is that it? Yeah. No? That's, that's a firm no. I mean, think, once uh, once Boogie comes have, back, it's just going to be what about it's just gonna be cheat codes. What about bringing Boogie back in? Do you think that's going to be hard at all? It's it's just going to be cheat codes, no. <laughs> I think he fits, he fits great with that team. Let's, um, let's know, not big, fail... Let's not fail Physical. to mention that uh, Clay Thompson before this game, his three-point per- like shooting percentage went up, I think, seventeen percent because of this game. He was terrible so far in the season when it came to threes. I mean, that's because Curry Curry was going off. He what do you have seven games in a row with like at least yeah. five threes? You know, yeah, that's also true. That's the thing when you have so many weapons, it doesn't really matter as long as one or two of them are hitting. There's no possible way to stop the four guys in that lineup every night. You can stop three of them, but the one will go off for 50. Yeah. It, it, it's just unbeatable. Uh, 
I can see that out of everyone except Draymond. <laughs> yeah, but he's not known as that player, he, so it's like fine. He's, he's in not, the Big Five. I just win. Yeah, he's in the Big Five, but you know he's that guy. He's that like that. Matt, dark, your that opinion on him on Draymond? Draymond. I think most would say he's a be a, a below average player. Um, <laughs> if you went to any other team, <laughs> if you went to any other team, he would be um, very very average. Points would not be there. You think? Defense, like maybe. Kind of Technical fouls, Dude. definitely. Because <laughs> I like Nicholas Batum. I think when he was – is he still playing? I don't even know. But Yeah, he's on the uh, Hornets. Yeah, I, think. I could see him being that type of player for another team, but I wouldn't be scared of him. And, hey, you can hear through these standings. I see Bucks 7-0, and Raptors led by Kawhi 7-1. and Pacers sitting in at five at a four and three. Seventy Sixers four and four. All the way to the um, bottom. Update, update. Pacers are five and three. They beat the Knicks tonight. Oh shoot! <laughs> so there we go. And at the very bottom, we have the Cavs one and six. Recently, just fired Ty Lue. Ian, opinions on that? Yeah, the Cavs. The Cavs just got to go in rebuild mode. Um, I mean, there's not much you can do when you're when your franchise player, like the player that basically defines your entire franchise history, leaves. I mean, mm-hmm. you're left with what, like, basically rookies, Jr. and Kevin Love, and Kevin yeah. <laughs> Kevin Love just got hurt. Dang, if, if I'm if I'm not correct, if I'm not mistaken, so <clears throat> it's it's rebuild mode for them, you know. <laughs> not much, not not much else to say. Yeah, I hear you. What is that? Wait, what is this? Breaking news! Breaking, Breaking news! news. Beep, boop. This just Beep, in. Boop. This just in. Derrick Rose scores career high fifty points. What? 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 Is that real? Vintage D Rose. All right, let's talk about D Rose. That is correct. Against it just jazz. happened. Now. He's against the Jazz. Oh my he gosh! To become sixth man of the year. Does he? he went, yes or no? He went nineteen for thirty-one. Does he? Right. Wow. Man of the year. What? <laughs> sixth man of the year. He said uh, he's gonna get it. He said he wanted it. So. Yeah. All right, so so what what are the what are the next two years looking like for D Rose? Are we going to see a, a return to form or no? You don't think so? I don't. It it won't be uh, MVP Derek Rose. I don't, no, I don't no. think so. But um, I think upper echelon point guard again. You think he can ever get another All Star appearance, or is no, that a stretch? Um, well, All Star appearance isn't that just being off being a fan? Uh no, I very, mean very they, possibly. They change the voting like every year. So now I think like most of the voting is like players, coaches. I I think the fans get like maybe fifty percent of the vote if that. Mm. So, very good. So I don't know. I I I I can see it. Probably not this year, but you know, if he has a solid year this year, yeah. maybe gets his confidence back up, gets him a starting lineup. Yeah. Jimmy Butler's got to be gone at at some point. So, if if he gets more of a bigger role in that team, I can see it happening. Maybe next year. Alrighty, very good. Well, hey, we will keep moving on here. We'll take a look back at our hot take wheel. We'll give it another spin here, Adam. I'm looking at you this time for the wheel. I'll give it a little twirl. Alrighty, I'm ready. It landed on Joe Ingles again, so we'll respin it. <laughs> Joe, <laughs> I don't want to talk about Joe. Ingles. Okay, it just landed on Joe Ingles again. 
It's meant to be. Yeah. You got Joey, another. This is the man. Another. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. All right. Uh, the sport of baseball. The sport of baseball. What is the state of the sport of baseball and the MLB? This is such a deep question. Ian just had to talk about Joey. <laughs> Toby looking Joey. <laughs> All right. Well, um, well, obviously, everyone knows uh, Red Sox just won the World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. Go Sox. Convinc- Go Sox. Pretty, com- pretty convincing uh, performance, I- if I'd say so. Um I don't know. I feel like everyone kind of expected expected this though. Like, socks were hot coming in. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Next year, I feel like it'll probably be similar teams. I feel like the Dodgers, Yankees, mm-hmm. Red Sox. Um, this is like the opposite of a hot take. They'll all kind of yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to like. Uh, can I can I pose well, a question to you? Yeah, I guess. So obviously, we know that Game Three of that World Series was the longest ever running playoff game, yeah, going seven hours, 18 innings. Do you think a game like that helps the sport with just where it is in society and with youth, <clears throat> or do you think it's harming it? Just, I mean, I don't know. Like, you ask people, and they, some people stayed up for it, some people didn't. Like, I stayed, mm-hmm. up, I stayed up for the whole thing. I same, know. same. I, I, caught, I caught, like, the last two innings. I was, like, yeah, like, there's a, there's, a ton like, of pe- there's a ton of people who, like, saw I, it and, like, fell asleep I was, like, and stuff. But. Yeah, I was, like, in bed, and I saw you guys text in the group chat, and I, I like, went downstairs, my roommates were still up. I'm, like, what is going I, on? I would say, for the sport in general, I think the only time I would want that to happen would be is if you were there. in the World Series. Mm-hmm. I feel uh, like I don't I even. Would... Go ahead, go ahead. No, I it's it's cool because it's a World Series. But if you saw that in like a, I do yeah. see what you're about. To, like you see that in the regular season, and no one's gonna, I, yeah, no I, one's I, gonna yeah. watch the whole thing. Yeah, no one's well, gonna I, care because it's I can. Not, it's not. A I big, can throw in there it's that it's not a big pressure game. It's not like it matters that much, but. I, I don't watch baseball much, but if I got an update that game was in the 13th, 14th, 15th inning, I would probably try to turn yeah. it on regular season or playoffs. That's something that I do want to see, yeah. even though I don't watch baseball much. I so, guess. And dang, you, that, you, get that, the draw. you get, like, diehard baseball fans. They always want, like, free they, – they always want free baseball. And, like – but for, like, the everyday person who, like, might not watch baseball that much, like, it probably doesn't – I don't know. Like – I wouldn't say it hurts it, but I don't know if it like helps it at all. I feel like you I either would, you either I love extra inning baseball or you don't. Regular season. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. They're they're making a lot of changes to make it more fast paced and like enjoyable to watch on TV. Yeah, they're doing all the pitch like the pitch clock stuff and yeah, all the and all this new. That's really good. I think that's the main drawback of like <clears throat> youth not watching it as much. Because uh, we have other fast-paced sports, like basketball is coming up, football's huge, like very quick-paced sports, and I think people are like getting a hold of that. And they're, ma- they're making the right changes. I would, I I think the the innings were great for the situation because like how many people were buzzing about it the next day. Honestly. Yeah, yeah. Like I remember going into class and people were like, "Oh my gosh, did you." stay up that whole time and I was like yeah I did and they're like you're insane but that's so cool I'm like yeah 
like people were talking about it, which is good for the MLB. Because how many how many times do I go into class and people are saying, "Hey, did you watch those nine innings of the Pirates playing blah?" Like, no. <laughs> the Pirates playing the Marlins. Yeah, honestly, America's greatest baseball game. Oh, okay, hold up, hold up, hold up. What's that? Drogba. The Drogba alarm. It's the Drogba alarm. I guess that means it is time for Matt's minute. Matt, I know we're gonna oh, we're gonna okay, do something okay. where we just sort of send it all, send the mic over to you, and you go so, something hard, anything you want in the world for a full minute. So I'll, I'll, I'm gonna okay, give you okay, I'm okay. give you the countdown here. It'll be a three, two, one, and then you go. I've got the timer. Just give us Matt's minute for today. Go ahead. Three, two, one, go. All right. Well, in this minute, first thing I want to address is uh, I started watching the new, um, well, newish Manchester City documentary ooh, on ooh. Amazon Prime, All or Nothing. <laughs> and I can tell you, I've seen the first episode and I'm very intrigued. The behind the scenes, cam- scenes camera work is incredible. Um, I would recommend it to any soccer fan or anyone who's trying to understand what's going on during soccer. Um, it's just incredible to see. Uh, also, something else I want to say is. I just saw the new Halloween movie, and I'm not a fan of horror movies, but it's pretty cool to see a bunch of people get stabbed in a short time span. It's a, it's a nice story. I mean, it kept you on edge. Don't want to spoil Ten anything, seconds. but everyone dies. Um, or do they? We'll see. Uh, go check it out. So, yeah, that's what I got from Cowboy Matt. Here we go. That is Matt's minute. Just talking about shows. Have you guys seen Maniac? Oh, I watched like no, but I watched watch like it. two episodes of it, but it was re- the two episodes were really good. I just haven't yeah, kept yeah. watching it yet. I but finished I it a few I finished it a few weeks ago. I'm trying to get my roommates to watch through it again. I can, it's so mm-hmm. good. Can confirm though the Manchester City thing on Amazon is pretty good. Hmm. I've watched it's a couple. I've watched it. I've watched a couple episodes. It's we can't pretty, be, it's we pretty interesting. Know. We can't be giving Amazon all this free promo. Come on, guys. <laughs> Dude, Bezos is already making bank. He has Whole Foods. <laughs> Bezos is a creature, dude. Like <laughs> that man, he's going to eliminate people. Like, yeah, no. <laughs> like, he's making a world. He's make, we're living in his world where he's just saying, "I don't want to have people when I grocery shop," nice. and so he's doing it. <laughs> like, uh, it's it's just incredible. All right, hey, so so moving on, uh, Adam and I are going to take this next spin here. Looking forward to the Champions League, headed into one of the last match days here. Adam, do you want to run us through some of the tables? Whoop whoop uh, through the tables. Yeah. I guess. Like, do you want the standings and everything going? Like, yeah, currently? Go yeah, I got you. Alrighty. Guess we'll just probably start at the top of the group. We'll start Group A. As Gavin would like to point out, Bruce Dortmund currently sit at the top of the table. Nine, nine points, three wins, no draws, no losses. Can we just take a look at that, that, uh, so that goal good. differential, they look too? so good. Eight. Eight is nasty. They look really good. And they haven't given up a goal. They look unstoppable. Like, in Champions League alone, but, like, in, like, complete total, they just look unstoppable. Yeah. But, I mean, that's not, like, your group's not terrible either. Like, yeah. Atletico, Monaco, Club Brugge is not bad either. Who do you Monaco, have getting out of Monaco, that group? It's, it's going to be Dor- Dortmund, Atletico. Dortmund and Atletico. Monaco, Monaco yeah, has not been good lately. And since getting Thierry Henry, I don't think it's going to change that much, but... 
There's some there it's Dortmund's up top with nine right now. Atletico is six. The other two only have one. I don't I don't see a shout in anyone else but Dortmund mm-hmm. and Atletico moving on. All right, group B. Oh my gosh, the group of death. My my heart breaks. <laughs> For good old Tottenham Hotspur FC. All right. Well, obviously this I think this one's the same one. I don't think Barca and Inter are gonna make it out. It's just who's gonna be one, who's gonna be two. Um PSV it just doesn't have enough. They tied us, Spurs. And just Spurs don't have it either. They're, that group's so good. Uh, Inter and Barca are easily making it out. Uh, the next one's a little closer. We got group, this one's group this C's, one's very group interesting. C's really interesting because you got three pretty big names in Liverpool, Napoli, and PSG. And um, if I may, Gavin, go ahead. Tell me what you think. The about this the, one. the the next match day actually has Liverpool playing Red Star, yeah. which sh- should be an easy win for them. And interesting enough, I think I believe Napoli it's at, is, is it playing, at Anfield or is it at, yes? Okay, that's and Napoli's playing PSG, which the winner goes through basically. Oh really? Yeah. The so so the that'll PSG be very. Napoli. That one's being played here uh, on November sixth. Yeah. Three o'clock on next, a Tuesday afternoon. Next week. So tune next, into that next Tuesday. Uh, Adam, you want to keep rolling with Group D? Yeah, Group G, a little lesser-known teams, but still, we got Porto sitting at the top with seven points. Schalke in second with five. Galatasaray with four, and Lokomotiv Moscow with zero points. Um, this one, I mean, if I had to put my money, it would come out on top. Um, I like Schalke. Mm-hmm. I, I don't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I think there's potential for Galatasaray, but I think, um, Schalke will slide into the second spot there. Move on. Yeah. And, and Schalke actually play Galatasaray. On the next is that match the, day, that's on Tuesday or Wednesday, and they've been very defensive this year, and all they need is a draw to go through. So I think they, yeah. they will end up going through. Yeah, they. I mean, they already have. They have two draws in their mm-hmm. group right now, so that's looking. Uh, group B. Aren't, 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 aren't they only at the halfway point right now? Yeah, it's there's. Three, oh yeah. There's uh, <laughs> three. There's like three games left, I think. Yeah. They have to play everyone one more time, right? Yep. Yeah. Um. So there's a little bit of time, but. I like Schalke to go through there. Um, next group. Oh, my gosh. This is actually – Ajax is actually on top by goal difference, I guess. Or maybe no, the, it, maybe it, the, tie, the is tiebreaker. They're on top right now by alphabetical order. Because <laughs> the stats mm. are – all their stuff's the same. That's crazy. Yep. That makes sense. Ajax and Bayern. Uh, Benfica, three points. Athens, zero. I don't see anyone, but Ajax and Bayern coming out of there. Mm-hmm. Group F. Group F, dude. How does City always get drawn in with Shakhtar? I don't understand. Uh, I really every year. I really don't get it. Obviously, City's gonna go through. I don't think that's really a question. Mm-hmm. The rest looks interesting though, because Lyon have five, and Shakhtar and Hoffenheim have two. I like Hoffenheim, but I don't know. I would. I. Right now, I'd have to put my money on Leon. They look like they're playing well. Depay is playing really, yep, really well. I was well, gonna say that scoring a lot of goals. Um, I don't know. I like Leon to go on as well there. Mm-hmm. But, Moving on to Group G. Group G. This one seems like a no-brainer as well. Even though Moscow do have four points, but we got Roma 
sitting at the top right now. Uh, six points, Real Madrid, six points. Real Madrid mm-hmm. just sacked their manager. L- Lopetega. Looking for a new one on the hunt, so we'll see how they bounce back. They've had some a little bit of uh, Hashtag Antonio Conte. Yeah. No, he just – they said that they couldn't reach an agreement, or, and he's, uh-huh. he's out of the – He's out of contention now. You know, I, I did Ooh. hear, though, is um, they were interested in Pochettino, which hmm. I would hate, but I don't know. But, and and moving on here to the last group, Group H, I'm going to kick this one over to Graham, and I'm going to give him 90 seconds to give us the rundown on what is Manchester United. What is oh the my state okay. of this club? So Honestly, well, let me get 90 on the clock, and please go ahead. All right. Okay, so Group H, sitting at the top is Juventus with nine, United with four, Valencia with two, BSC Young Boys with one. But getting past all that, I I see Man U coming out through it all, as long as they can perform against uh, BSC and a decent fixture against Valencia. Uh, but yeah, just state of the team, honestly, I hate it. Watching a game is super painful for me. Mourinho in or Mourinho out? Mourinho out. Woodward, he's too good with the Glazers. He financially, like, makes bank for them, and they love that. He's just not the football mind. He's not trying to get the players we need. Mm-hmm. Fine. Um, yeah, I really – we just don't have an identity. And it's really upsetting to watch when I, when I watch, like, Lukaku kills it with Belgium because they're feeding him the ball straight to him. We can't do 30 seconds standing still and like not moving. No one's making off the ball runs. Uh, They just make the the final third look so complicated and everyone else just makes it look so smooth. It is, Mm -hmm. it is so hard to watch. Um, I just hope they can get a new manager. I want them to, I just want them to have a style. I don't care. Maybe they're not playing as good, but actually watching someone, a team have a play style is something I want getting the most out of Martial. Sanchez was a terrible idea. Uh, I want Martial and Rashford to come back. That's our timer. Ah, so much more to talk about. Uh, <laughs> and that is, that is... Let's not use, let's not use that alarm. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's hard. It's hard yeah. All righty. And hey, uh, as we're, as we're breaking up here into one of our last segments, we'll kick it back over to the wheel of hot takes once more time. Uh, Matt and I are going to discuss this next one. We'll each give our, our 10 to 15 second little preview. Uh, I'll give it a whirl. Yeah, Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles. It is Clayton Kershaw. Oh, why didn't I get that one? All right, Matt, you wanna, you, Matt, you want to kick us off here? Give a little 15 second, 20 second hot, hot take. What is in the future for Kershaw? Well, what I saw from Clayton Kershaw was him choking mm-hmm. the World Series. Do you know what the K stands for? Don't um, hate on my choke. guy like that. Choke. The K stands for choke. <laughs> um, not big into baseball, but he couldn't get it done. And he's a huge player for the Dodgers. And if he can't get him a win, then I don't know what else to say. He needs to get it done. Yeah, honestly, he, he has no rings. I, I felt bad for the dude because he's, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer, even without rings. And for him to not, not, get, it, not get one, especially in this situation. But he's just got to perform. Mm. Is really what it comes down to. Uh, I'm guessing he's going to leave LA this year. Where he ends up, I could. Uh, I'm not too sure. I could see him actually ending up in Philly if if they have the room for him. No, nah, I don't. I don't think Philly. Philly's okay. going to go. Philly's going to go after uh, Bryce Harper and yeah. Manny, Manny. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do. You, 
I don't want him to leave, but I mean, mm-hmm. I guess does what he has to do, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. All right, and we will spin it over last year for our last segment, going back to the NFL. Graham, our football man, is going to take us through the first eight weeks of the season and the trades that have been made. Graham, where do you see teams making good trades? Where do you see in stock? Where do you see teams going down in stock? Where yeah. do we see the Raiders after just dumping everything they have except Carr and Gruden? We'll, we'll start with the Raiders, actually. So, I'll just start by saying they have five, five first-round picks in the next two years, which is actually astonishing. Uh, I don't agree with the uh, first round they got for Amari Cooper, but <laughs> traded a little bit less, but I digress. I think the Raiders actually look kind of decent with all their picks. Uh Honestly, I mean, terrible right now, but yeah, so we'll just go through like the fantasy relevant trades right now, and then I'll get into the ones I actually kind of enjoy that'll they'll change it up, like the guy Snacks, Snacks Harrison, Clinton Dix. So, uh, yeah, Fowler as well. So, we'll talk about the ones that just happened recently. Golden Tate going to Philly for a third rounder. Um, his contract actually runs out <laughs> at the end of the year. So it'd be kind of funny if he just signed right back to the Lions, uh, which he totally could do. I know he has a heart for it. I think that really helps out their offense and just spreading the ball out a little bit more. That He definitely replaces Aguilar. Uh, store. <laughs> fantasy relevance, I see nothing hurting Jeffrey. Maybe a little bit on Ertz. Aguilar is gone. Wentz goes up. Uh, then we could talk about Amari Cooper. Oh, and Demarius Thomas going to Houston fourth and seventh. I think that only happened because Fuller got out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I so, like that trade, though, honestly. Yeah, that's a, that's, that's a good trade. I mean, both of those receivers are uh, they're very good. They're just aging a little bit, but there's nothing wrong with that. Tate's a killer slot receiver. Yeah, I always like Golden Tate. Yeah. How old is Tate? 30. I like Tate. It's not that. I mean, it's not bad. It's not terrible, I thought he was like twenty seven or something. I don't know. Yeah, he's thirty. Um, Jeez. So then we can, yeah, Cooper to Dallas. A little too expensive. I know he's like twenty four. Um, I don't mind. I don't mind Dallas going out to get him, but I think it was too yeah, much. I think, I, think I think it was too much to give up. I think talking performed in the last couple of years and underutilized, but I I think they could have got more. Yeah. For the draft. Uh, could could they have though? Because they're they're getting what was a first round pick, and I mean he's what four years in. Yeah, but there's Harmon, Whiteside, Samuel, and Brown. They're all projected first round like wide receivers. Mm-hmm. Harmon's pretty good, to be honest. I could see him going like top ten. Okay. So, uh, but yeah. Then there's Hind and Jacksonville. I think they're just replacing until Fournette. Yeldon was doing a good job before. Mm-hmm. So I don't quite understand that, but I think that means a lot for Nick Chubb. He actually has been doing really well for everything he's been given. So I think we can see a lot of production coming out of him. And then mm-hmm. my last fantasy relevant one, which is my favorite, is uh, Josh Gordon going to Pats. Uh, I think it's a fifth, and I think there's a conditional pick in there as well. I think the Patriots got a pick as well, so I'm not even mad. But I think that's just. That's a deep threat, stretches the field a little bit more. Hogan, Edelman, and White get a little more space. 
closer to Brady for checkdowns, and that would be nice. But I think some of the bigger trades I'm more excited about, the Redskins getting hot dicks, that's freaking huge. They're back four. Of that's a really good pickup for them. Yeah, they got Dunbar, Swearinger, Norman, and, like, haha now. So their they're back four is killer on defense. Uh, they're definitely winning in that trade, to be honest. Uh, the Rams getting Fowler. I think they're losing some draft capital, but that's okay. They got a lot of first-round talent on that line now. I think everyone wins in that trade. Fowler had some off-field issues. Uh, Jags weren't really using him. Rams got good talent. They're trying to win it all. They're going in. Uh, Ty Montgomery for a seventh was good. Uh, I think it opens the field a little bit more. Basically free for the Ravens. So the Ravens don't. I thought Alex Collins was going to do what I said before I like the season Al- started. I like Alex Collins. Yeah, Collins, I thought they were going to get more out of him. Uh, the fact that Lamar Jackson with 100 and almost 30 yards is their second leading rusher needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I look forward to – dude, when I watch Ravens games, I look forward to the plays that Lamar gets in. I get yeah, so excited. Yeah. I get so excited. Uh, I think, and I forget that Joe Flacco is our starting quarterback. I think the one that the biggest like non, oh, I think actually this this trade was fantasy relevant. Mac going to uh, the Bears, that was a biggie. It's fantasy relevant. It makes it. It makes their defense. Their defense, up. like yeah. people after he went there, people consider their defense to be like the one of the best in the league. Yeah, so I think there's a lot of winners from it all. To be honest, I think the Giants trading snacks was tanking. Tanking doesn't work in the NFL. Uh, they're trying to fix it in the NBA, so why the heck would it just work in the NFL? Uh, I think it was a dumb move. I know they're trying to, like, rebuild. I just don't like it at all. Uh, so, a couple winners, though. I definitely think the Ravens got them for free. That's good. Skin, skins are doing well on defense. I think that could really help them to get uh, their push into getting the division title and definitely even a wild card because they're on top right now, 5-2. and two. Wentz is going to do well. Gruden has a lot of draft capital. Five, five firsts in the next two years is insane. Uh, some keepers. Vance Joseph probably going to get fired at the end of the year, to be honest. They're not, the Broncos do not look good. Just... Is that the submarine sonar? Flooding... <laughs> <laughs> Letting us know that that Kermit Mahomes is making an appearance. Kermit Mahomes. What? <laughs> what? Sergeant was in the huddle, making sure we get the play call out clean. I mean, it was loud there. You have to find ways to get around that uh, in this league. Uh, but uh, we started in the huddle and then getting on, on on at the line of scrimmage of knowing the cadence, but at the same time making the protection calls within the play call. <laughs> all right, all right, hold up. Who who is a better voice in the NFL, Patrick Mahomes or Andrew Luck? Andrew Luck. Oh, it's got to be Andrew Luck. has to be Andrew Luck. <laughs> Andrew Luck Andrew is a Luck. god. Did you see Andrew Luck uh, roll up in, like, the old school, like, suit before the yeah. game? He looks – I've never seen a better look. So you know, he life. did look really nice. He looked really cool. You know, you know uh, a goat is a rare thing to be, the greatest of all time. Andrew Luck might be the nicest football player of all time. That's <laughs> – <laughs> The note. <laughs> the note. <laughs> you, the note. You have heard it here first, folks, on Cowboy Madden. The boys, Andrew Luck is the note. 
nicest of all time (laughs) all right well uh well looks like we are running out of time for today's episode uh i'll quick give everyone a a little bit time to sign off just share how they're feeling last 10 15 seconds uh our first time doing this obviously so uh ian you want to kick us off to sort of give us a rundown of what you're feeling what what they can look forward to listening to us and you yeah sure uh so i'm real i'm real excited for uh college basketball to start you know we we got a little taste of NBA, but you know college is really what I look forward to. So next week, uh, check for some some hot college takes. Uh, yeah, check in for that. Very good, very good, uh, Matt. Uh, yeah, I'm um, looking forward to watching Chelsea this weekend. Hoping they can uh, turn it up and push to the top of the table. They're uh, running third right now, two points behind the leaders. I'm also looking forward to watching the Colts and hoping they can make a run for the AFC South. Watching, make playoffs watching the greatest trio in football of Andrew Luck, Jack Doyle, and Marlon Mack. Marlon Mack, <laughs> pick him up, guys. You, I, I was saying that at the beginning of the season, he's your fantasy running back. All right, all right, all. Graham. I'm looking forward to uh, a lot more Prem. I hope that just United doesn't fall to 12. Maybe makes a push towards the top four. That would be nice. So, <laughs> I think the NFL is going to be slowing down. Not a lot of trade deadlines, but I'll, I'll keep up with it. Make sure we can get everyone up to speed. Uh, but I'm mm-hmm. looking forward to a lot more soccer talk. With Champions League taking over soon again, and mm-hmm. uh, everything like. That. But keep guys updated. Thanks for listening for sure. So, Adam, um, let's see. Uh, looking forward to we got coming up this weekend. Steelers Ravens. Uh, go Ravens. Steelers suck. Um, okay. Looking forward to. Me- more episodes talking about some soccer. Um, definitely. Uh, just looking forward to new episodes and let's get after it. Let's get this bread. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I mean, while we're at it, uh, some things to just look forward to. Maybe some guest appearances from A1, Mr. Sean Miller. Oh, Sean, Sean's got it. Sean the, the, those two on. guys have the hottest takes in sports. Got to get Sean on the show. Maybe, maybe yeah. even Heather Bones. <laughs> Uh, Heather she, Heather she, agreed with my uh, my comment the other day. D uh, book. Uh, alrighty, yes. Um, just yeah. Feel free to email the show at cowboy matt and the boys at gmail We'll be on Instagram at that. We'll be on Twitter at that at cowboy matt and the boys. Uh, feel free to shoot us some emails, questions, things you want to see go on during the show. Look forward to some more challenges, especially as winter break comes upon us and we're actually together. Uh, look forward to some dares, some challenges, some bets made, maybe some guys having to go do the snow challenge, water uh, ice bucket challenge, yeah. they lose one yeah. of the matches. I know we do have a history of bets between Adam, Graham, and I, and maybe we'll continue some of those. Look, look forward to a Thanksgiving special for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And already, I'm going to quick turn it over to Matt to sign us off. One last thing over here from Cowboy Matt. Just wanted to say, check your hands. You might have gold. That is all. (laughs) (laughs) That's a wrap. (laughs)